First, I want to begin tonight with just a general Ramadan reminder, just a reflection on Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, now for us here, Ramadan has started. For some of you, Ramadan started 24 hours ago. And you know, it's always an experience, especially for the men who pray Salatul Taraweeh in the masjid, that on that first night of Ramadan, you haven't even fasted yet because we're going to fast tomorrow, inshallah. But we were able to stand for one and a half to two hours, depending on the reciter and the amount recited, in Salatul Taraweeh. And this is a type of ibadah. And for us here in the masjid where it was hot and without air conditioning, to stand for one and a half to two hours in salah. Now we think, okay, this is the barak of Ramadan, this is Allah subhanahu rewarding you because you fasted, but we haven't even fasted yet. And I think this is an amazing thing, and even for the women who pray on their own and their homes, or if they're going to some type of collective arrangement for taraweeh, but it's an amazing thing because you've only, what have you done to get this blessing from Allah subhanahu You've merely been alive in a state of iman with the intention to fast the next day, and you have been alive in a state of iman with niyyah to fast the next day for about one and a half hours of your life. And just the power of Ramadan, just the power of being in a state of iman in one and a half hours of Ramadan is enough that a person can stand for one and a half to two hours in an extra salah. So just imagine if Allah SWT already in the first night and in the first day a person is going to fast 10 hours, 12 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours, 20 hours, depending where people are. Within the first 24 hours of Ramadan, Allah SWT has put so much barakah, so much rahmah, so much hidayah, is giving from so much from his fadl and karam and bestowing so much tawfiq that these believers, and if you remember our talk we gave a few nights ago on preparing for Ramadan, the majority of us are people who are not capable of such acts of worship, not capable of such complete obedience, not capable of long-lasting, long-duration, mujahada, striving, struggling for deen. But just the first 24 hours in Ramadan, Allah SWT shows us the real meaning of la hawla wa la quwata illa billah. The real meaning of ma tawfiqi illa billah. How much we can do if Allah SWT empowers us to do so and how much we can do if we truly make niyyah that we want to follow the Quran, Sunnah and Sharia entirely and we want to strive and exert ourselves to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. So for us here, it's just been a few hours in Ramadan. For some of you, it's been 28 hours or so in Ramadan and already we can see and feel in our heart and in our ruh the blessings of the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alameen. So one of the aspects of Ramadan is that Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned that the reward for any fard act Allah Ta'ala will reward it 70 times and the reward for any nafil act means any non-fard act and I like to say it that way for a reason any and every fard act will be rewarded 70 times and any and every non-fard act will be treated and rewarded by Allah Subhanahu as if it is a fard. I want to explain that. First, 
if you remember a few nights ago, we explained that the reason a person feels close to Allah SWT, draws close to Allah SWT in Ramadan is because they're, one of the reasons, is they're fulfilling a long duration for the act, the obligatory act of fasting for about 10-12 hours a day or more. Now imagine Allah SWT then multiplying that further by 70 times. Some of the ulama viewed that 70 should be taken literally in terms of mathematical calculation. And some of the ulama viewed that 70 times means multiple manifold times. Because Allah SWT has used different similes, double, 10 times, 70 times, 700 times, etc. So this is an incredible blessing from Allah SWT. What it means is then if we actually complete one day of fasting, Allah Ta'ala will treat it as if we fasted for 70 days consecutively. Or Allah SWT will treat it as if we fasted a whole lot of days. Now it's not just about the ajr and the thawab, that is there in the book of days. But it means the qurb, the taqarrub, the amount in which a person draws close to Allah SWT due to their own effort of making a single fast, Rather than let that person become that near to him, Allah SWT will draw that person 70 or many, many times more closer to him, even just for the one fast. And then imagine then 30, 29 or 30 days, an entire month of fasting. How much taqarrub, how much Allah SWT will draw a person closer to them. So we should rejoice and be so happy uh, at this blessed and beautiful hadith of Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then similarly, every salah is fard, five times prayers is fard. Now, why is this? Because there may be somebody who is showing up to Ramadan and they neglected maybe a lot of salah in their life. Maybe they've neglected weeks or months or years in their life. So if they pray their salah for one day, it's as if they prayed 70 days. If they pray all their five salah for the whole one month of Ramadan, it's as if they prayed 70 months, means as if they prayed six years. Now, Alhamdulillah, most people in Ramadan, they don't miss a salah. Very few people can say that for the past six years, I have not made a single qaza of fajr or any salah. But imagine how close a person would become to Allah SWT if for six years approximately, they had never ever missed a single salah. That type of qurb Allah Ta'ala will bestow upon a person if they don't miss a single fard salah in the month of Ramadan. Then there are other fard acts, there are certain hukukul ibad, maybe certain rights that your spouse has upon you, maybe certain rights that your children have upon you, maybe certain rights that your parents have upon you. Now again, many of us unfortunately are neglectful of those things, maybe we're good at it for a day or two. So if in the 30 days of Ramadan, the whole month of Ramadan, a person is observing those duties that are Allah Ta'ala has mandated upon them in regards to their relationships and interactions with other people, then Allah Ta'ala will treat it as if, He will reward it as if, but He will also treat it as if the person did that for 70 months, yani almost 6 years. Now imagine if for 6 years you fulfilled all your duties in any relationship. First of all, that relationship would be amazing. So that's another aspect of the month of Ramadan. That the month of Ramadan is to take our neglected relationships or our somewhat okay, somewhat spoiled relationships and to transform them just by being good in that relationship for one month to transform that into becoming an amazing relationship. 
Then the second thing, and for those of you who have joined uh, a little bit late, uh, I just want to repeat that, you know, every night I will be, inshallah, giving the main talk on our topic, which is the humanity and humility of the Anbiya, alayhim as-salam ajma'in, the blessed prophets, as demonstrated through their du'as in Qur'an al-Kareem. But every night I will also do one or two bonuses. And sometimes it might be Ramadan talks about, you know, small nasiha to give us reminders about Ramadan. And sometimes I will also talk about the juz that was recited in Qur'an al-Kareem, in Salat al where we are. And tonight, inshallah, we plan to do all three. So returning back to the Ramadan reminder and nasiha. So the second aspect of the hadith is that any non-fard act that includes sunnah mu'akkadah, sunnah ghair mu'akkadah, slash mandub, mustahab, nafil, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward it, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also treat it as if it is a fard act. So now if you pray salat al-tarawih, it's like you pray 20 fard rakah. You pray any nafil salah, it will count as fard rakah. You give any sadaqah, any optional voluntary charity, it will count as fard zakah. You give any extra time to any person in your life or any relationship or any duty that Allah has placed upon you, which may not strictly speaking have been a mandatory duty, Allah Ta'ala will treat it as if you fulfilled a mandatory duty. Now what's the barakah in this? So the barakah in this is, okay, well there are so many opportunities we missed in our life to fulfill those mandatory hukuk that others have on us. So if in this month we go the extra mile, we do something extra, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put it in the category of spending that time fulfilling their mandatory hukuk. Allah Akbar So now you can get an idea of how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much power and barakah and blessings and mercy Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in this month of Quran. So it means basically that the effect, the intended effect of Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's words in this hadith is to make us people of amal to make us people of dynamic action, maximal action, increased action, that we should have a hirs or a thirst or a craze to do more faraid, more nawafil, anything and every type of virtue, every good character, every good deed, every khidma, every service, any and every dawah, calling people, inviting people to the deen, to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anything and everything we can do. That's the craze that should happen to a person. And the craze isn't, just for the thawab or for the ajr, for the rewards or merits. The craze isn't even just for the qurb or the drawing closer and near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The craze is actually, this is a month where I can realize my identity and reality as an abd, as a servant and slave. The craze is for slavehood, for servanthood, for slavedom, for obedience, for submission, for subordination. Because I've neglected that for so many years, or the whole year, or maybe multiple years of my life. And whether it's far, whether it's not far, whether it's from ibadat, from acts of worship, whether it's acts of character, acts of charity, it's just a craze that should overcome a person. And that is actually the reality of what it means to be an abd and an abid, a worshipful servant and slave. The identity of the slave is fundamentally that they have a craze to obey their master. Yes, they have the emotion of love for their master. They have the emotion of veneration, respect, and awe of their master. But their ultimate identity, their, their, their identity as a slave isn't just the love they have in their heart. They became a slave par excellence when they obey the master. 
And so the craze of the slave is obedience, itaat. The craze of the slave is submission, taslim. And this is a craze that Allah Ta'ala wants to ignite in our hearts in this month of Ramadan so we become His true and sincere servants and slaves. Hence, Allah SWT said in Quran Akim, لَأَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ Because these, these are those ibad, ibad rahman They're known as muttaqeen, salihin, mu'mineen. They have a craze for obedience of Allah SWT. They have a craze of the worship of Allah SWT. So inshallah, we make dua that Allah SWT Bless all of us in this month of Ramadan. May He ignite that craze in us. May He fan the flames of that passion in our hearts for Him. And may He keep those flames passionate even after the month of Ramadan. Wa akhir da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.